0: Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Caldwell. This is episode 254, and we have just concluded the Christmas season. Yesterday was Christmas Day. Today is Monday, December the 26th. 2022. And I want to pick back up in a place that we had stopped right during the Christmas season. We had gone through the entire Old Testament as a survey of the scripture, just looking at it at the 30,000 foot view, seeing what was inside each book and the context in which they were written in. I want to pick that up today. Just want to look in the book of Matthew today. I know we, we finished up the Old Testament a few weeks ago, and I want to start in the New Testament today. I'm not saying that we're going to go all the way through the New Testament. But I do want to look at the Gospel account specifically over the next couple of days. Since we have just celebrated the birth of our Savior, let's look a little bit in the Scriptures to see where Jesus' life was recorded. And we find that in the Gospel accounts. Today, I want to talk about for just a moment the book of Matthew. Matthew is a great account where we see the records of Jesus written by a Jew. Matthew was a Jewish person who was named Levi. His name was changed. Matthew's primary purpose, if you're looking and reading through the book of Matthew, you will see that Matthew continues to talk about the king and his kingdom. We see the kingship of Jesus. What we see when the book opens up is the genealogy of Christ. He wanted to make sure that every Jewish person knew that Jesus was the fulfillment. He was the Messiah. He was the one who came through the line of David, and he proves it through the genealogy of Jesus. He continues to talk over and over again about how Jesus has come to set up a kingdom. One of the things we notice in the book of Matthew, the first few chapters are about whenever the king shows up, how he shows up, his birth and his beginnings. Then we see the ministry of Jesus throughout these next several chapters in the book of Matthew, and it's basically still introducing Jesus as the one that has fulfilled these prophecies. In the book of Matthew, there's a lot of Old Testament references to point to the fulfillment of those prophecies and of the Old Testament. Jesus is the ultimate fulfillment of all the Old Testament talked about. So that's what Matthew wants to make sure these Jewish people understood. Jesus is the answer to that. We see in the book of Matthew Jesus's longest sermon, a lot of what Jesus said in Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7. It's Jesus's Sermon on the Mount. His teachings, his teachings were very practical, intensely practical. They were also very spiritual. They were also transcending time. It wasn't just for the culture in that day. It was for eternity. These are principles that we can look at and listen to and learn from even 2,000 years later. One of the things that happens in the book of Matthew, though, as we read on, the last section was kind of the rejection of the king. See, the Jews thought they were getting a king that would set up his kingdom in Jerusalem, and he would take over militarily. He would take over with this iron fist. He would lead, and the nation of Israel would be on top. That's what the Jews were looking for. And yet Jesus came as a suffering servant. And when he came and showed up as the king, it wasn't the king they wanted. So they rejected him. When they rejected him, we see the last eight chapters or so about the death of Jesus and the resurrection of Jesus. We also see in the last chapter of the book of Matthew, one of the greatest commands in all of the scripture, when Jesus says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go make disciples of all nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He gives the disciples this command to do great and awesome things, knowing what was about to happen with the church. Jesus had died, rose again, and then commands his disciples go and make disciples. Go and share this news. Train up these people, baptize them, let them know who I am, let them know that the kingdom of heaven is theirs. It's theirs to have. It's again that picture that Matthew painted throughout the entire gospel account that Jesus is the king of this kingdom. You can reject him or you can accept him. One of those two things. I encourage you to read through the book of Matthew. You know, you may have plans this year to read through the Bible in a year, you may have plans to read through the gospel accounts. One of the things I did a couple of years ago was I did a year-long study of Jesus. I looked through the gospel accounts. I looked through books that were written on Jesus, the person of Jesus, the Christ himself. I did a little bit of study of the prophetic words, talking about who Jesus would be in the Old Testament. I did some about the church in Acts and the letters to the church to see who Jesus was and what he had done and how they had referred back to him. And I'm telling you, it was one of the greatest years of my life when I was just soaking myself in the scriptures pertaining to Jesus. And I realized the more scripture I read, the more it pointed to Jesus. It all points to Christ. He is the cornerstone. He is the foundation of our faith. He is the one we can trust that's who he is. Matthew's account gives us that understanding from the Jewish perspective, saying this is the king. It's not the one you were expecting. It's not the one you dreamed up in your mind, but it's the one from the Old Testament that God had prophesied about. It's the one from the Old Testament that God had planned to send, the Messiah that was coming to save. I encourage you to read through the book of Matthew. And learn from the birth and the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus through that perspective, through that lens, to have a deeper understanding of this great King.